Welcome to the Indisputable Podcast, where we shoot the shit about indie music that has come out in 2018. My name is Travis Carlisle. And I'm Michelle Evanant. Hey. Hello. How are you? I'm good. You? I'm okay. Hmm. Um, then worse. So, Trav, what are we reviewing today? Uh, today we are reviewing the fourth studio album by a band called Unknown Mortal Orchestra and it's called Sex and Food. Yeah. Mm. Why are we listening to this? Um, I have heard very good things by a bunch of people, uh, friends, music reviewers. I saw it. it was pretty well received generally um, and I thought it would be interesting to listen to them because I've never listened to them and I used to enjoy, I used to quite enjoy like psychedelic rock. Yeah, um, it is fun. Yeah, I used to really enjoy it. Uh, I feel like I still do um, and I've I went through like a phase of missing a band called The Vines, which was like my psychedelic gateway band, I guess. Yeah. I was missing them and I thought this would be a cool thing to listen to. Yeah. Hmm. I went through a psychedelic rock phase in my teens, uh, but I would say the only psychedelic rock that I probably still regularly listen to is the more old school stuff, uh, particularly like very early Pink Floyd. So yeah, basically I'm listening to this because you recommended it. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, what would be your elevator pitch for this album? Um... That was more like a helicopter pitch. <laughs> uh, I would say... That's uh, a horse pitch! How many modes of transportation are we gonna cycle through before we get <laughs> New Zealandish guys who moved to America. Do some psychedelic rock and stuff in an album that's more like wild and eclectic than their older stuff. Bam, done. Yes. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would be if like. I'm tired. Um, yeah, me too. Um, tired of mediocre music. Hey. Uh, that wasn't funny. I might cut it from the final edit. Um. Yeah, my elevator pitch would be that kind of like a indie psych rock band invited Disco Stew from The Simpsons to be the producer for their latest album and it's not for everyone. Yeah. Hmm. I like the Disco Stew reference. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's less funny if you're meta about it, but sure. Um, do you want to boogie on over into the trivia corner, Travis? Hey. Okay, my trivia fact is that this album was uh, recorded across six different countries on four different continents. Well, actually, kind of five different continental regions, I guess you could say. Geographically, they're recognized as. Well, do you want to just like rattle off the list of places? Because I'm I can't remember. It's like Mexico City, Seoul, Reykjavik, uh, Auckland, Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. I missed one. What's the other one? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce Hanoi, Vietnam. Hanoi. Hanoi. Oh. Yeah. I feel very bad about not knowing how to pronounce. Oh, I should have known that one because they like, released Because like so many people we know are teaching there. Yeah, they released B-sides called OCO1 Hanoi or whatever after this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, depending on how you view continents, I mean, if you see Iceland as part of Europe, Mexico is... Mexico is Central America though, so I'm not sure. Ah, continents are kind of a silly way to divide up the world in any case. But yeah, six different countries, right? Hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, also they like attribute the sort of more eclectic style of this album to 
the fact that they recorded it. Literally in six different places. Yeah. yeah I remember like, them saying that in an interview. Yeah, also very like diverse different places, um, I would say. Like yeah. places that you wouldn't automatically put together in your head. Yeah, sure. Well um, spread. Yeah, it's quite a big cultural spread there, I would say. Um, in terms of the influences like visiting these places might have on your music. Um, so yeah. Also, I find that really like impressive from an admin perspective <laughs> um, to put together an album recorded in so many different studios. Anyway, my trivia fact is that the inception of Unknown Mortal Orchestra happened in 2010 when the singer and guitarist Ruben Nielsen he talks a little bit like this. I want to say good accent, but I actually haven't heard it, so I honestly don't know. Um, but he released a track titled Funny Friends, spelt weirdly, on his um, Bandcamp profile, but it was an anonymous... I'm very tired. It was an anonymous Bandcamp profile <laughs> that he released it on in 2010 with like no information about who had created it. And then within a day of him uploading it, um, it had been covered by a bunch of indie music blogs, including Pitchfork. And there were a bunch of people trying to figure out who had created this. So, yeah, heck of a break. It's quite a start to anyone's career. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> yeah, that's quite a feat. Um, yeah, so... I mean, Pitchfork don't even follow me around and I make this podcast. <laughs> um... Let's not talk about Pitchfork because it's just going to turn into me being grumpy. Mm -hmm. As if I wasn't grumpy before. Anyway, what would be your high note for this album, Trav? Uh, my high note is that, I guess, uh, it's been a long time since I listened to anything psychedelic and it was fun. I really enjoyed listening to this, actually. I don't think it's particularly profound, but I really enjoyed listening to this album. That, that's a high note for me, right? It's meta high note. Mm, it's not about the album as much as it is about how I felt. Well, yeah. It's a high note. Um, I guess my high note would be that in the process, like, like every single podcast we record, I'm a huge bitch about it. Actually, that's not true. I wasn't a bitch about the Wombats or Cartier Hairdressed or. So the two bands that you like. Or Mount Erie. I feel that a huge pro of um of dating me is that it's very easy to tell what music i like it's sad and mostly acoustic right i am an open book in that regard it's very easy to make a playlist for me that you know i like mm -hmm. um yeah but <laughs> yeah i didn't like this album anything about it really but um in researching this album, I did listen to this band's previous albums and I was like, huh, this is some like fun music I could play in the background at parties. Is this not what you've said about like every album we've reviewed so far? I mean, it does fill a pretty useful void for me because the music that I listen to on an everyday basis is not really music you can play at parties because it's too sad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or too acoustic. Do you have a low note for this album then? Yeah, I just... Uh, I just, you know, I liked what they were doing before, like, because it was more in my kind of indie corner. Um, 
it's I know it sounds like I'm like very conservative with music genres I actually do enjoy kind of more genres than just indie rock but I think um, you seem to really like a lot of more electronic stuff and that is like the one particular genre that's like very very hit or miss for me so that's why it sounds like I only like indie rock but actually it's just you like dancehall music and ABBA too no, I oh, wait. don't. Sorry. I just like Arcade Fire's latest album and you right. won't leave me alone about it. I always confuse ABBA and Arcade Fire. I don't like, shut up. You're so mean. Um, and yet you're so whiny when I don't like... Just, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I just don't think people who like that album deserve to have an opinion about music. Unless it's I really like ABBA. What, what you don't opinion. know, listener, is that I'm an actual musician who plays multiple instruments and Travis plays fuck all. So... Yeah, well, I don't like ABBA, so... I hate ABBA! I hate ABBA so much! You're not allowed having that opinion if you like Arcade Fires. No. Why are we talking about I that? love Arcade Fires because you started it! You're so lucky I have this lovely cup of coffee in my hands that you made me to remind me why I'm still with you. When you choose to do this shit, you choose your moments very carefully, don't you? Mm -hmm. Um, anyway... My low note for this album is that it doesn't really make sense. How so? I don't know, I don't think it flows. It, it's almost... It's like, yeah, sure, I guess it's psychedelic rock. And psychedelic rock is premised on people doing acid I guess and listening to it and that that helps it make sense and flow because there's some string that ties it all together but it kind it of feels also, like a mishmash yeah. of b-sides to me yeah I mean psych rock can also be fun because it's like yeah like people like telling weird stories and having like really weird zany ideas like I was very straight edge when I went through my major Sid Barrett phase so like, I don't feel like you need to do acid to understand or enjoy it. No, I, I'm, I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm saying that's like the premise of the yeah. album. Almost. But I also like, I do think that like, like rock can have, um, yeah, it can have a meaning beyond just this one time I had this trip, like. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I would say my low side or my, uh, low note for this is just that maybe it's just because I'm not as into this kind of like you as their earlier work the earlier stuff reminded me a lot of like Eagles which I thought was well I guess Eagles sounds like a lot like their earlier work would be a better way to put it yeah and that was like exciting because Eagles is fucking great I didn't really see that connection because for me Eagles is like very much more sort of like just the raw lo-fi I didn't really see I, any electronic I think it's like the, the noisy shit like the very very noisy way that yeah, there's like their their brand of music is, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's I'm a connection not that's not well. very obvious to me. But mm. everyone's brain is different, I suppose. Sure. Um, yeah. So next. Yeah. Okay. Well, but yeah, I want to like more flesh out my um my low note on this album though is that like they did incorporate a lot more different genres, notably. Um, I struggle with naming genres, to be honest, because I feel like it's a very, like... Frantically reads Wikipedia page. <laughs> I just feel like it gets very muddled and very messy and it's confusing. Like what? This is like noisy, psychedelic indie rock, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's no, but like, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and it lists the different genres as like, 
funk and R&B and mm. disco and mm. to me those were the things that were I just found it cringy like mm. it sounds very much like the cringy weird 80s disco music that someone's that dad listens to in the leave arcade fire the fuck alone this is actually why I brought this up a lot of this is very arcade fire okay well I... and by that I mean very ABBA okay well arcade are you just trying to push my buttons? No, they're the fucking same! And yes! I mean, <laughs> yes, they're the fucking same. There we go. Yeah. Just trying to push my buttons. Um, but also, yes! They're the same! Yes, but, but this is Arcade Fire, like, playing with that d sort of genre convention was part of the statement that they were making with everything now. Because the Which album was all about over-the-top consumerist culture. Reflector turned four the other day. Travis has the most shit-eating grin on his face right now because he managed to get me to boil the fuck over. Reflector turned four the other day. I remember I read somewhere that was the fourth birthday of Reflector. I mean, Reflector, they were some... Like, the song Reflector had, like, some of that disco beat in it. Like, yeah, and you didn't hate it. Yeah, because it wasn't the entire album, sure. <sighs> you know... You you get a lot more upset with me than I get upset with you when I don't like music you like. Oh, he's got an incredulous expression on his face. Maybe this should be like a video series. Radiohead? Oh, wait. That was six years ago. Oh, Michelle realized they were wrong. That was six years ago. Six years ago, we had the biggest fight that we've ever had um, because I found out that he didn't like King of Limbs and I thought it's he was trolling album. me and I flippantly said, Lol, I don't think I could date someone who doesn't like King of Limbs. And then he was serious and it was very difficult to backpedal from that. Because no one likes King of Limbs. So Michelle basically said, I'll be single I like forever. King of Limbs. I don't like a moon-shaped pool, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I like it because it's Radiohead and it's going to be very difficult for Radiohead to make music that I, like, absolutely hate. But yeah, it's not my favorite Radiohead album. I would call it a low for them. Um... But I also don't hate it, and I also, like, it makes me die a little bit inside to say that I don't like a Radiohead album, so I don't know. Um, yeah, anyway, um, I feel that Unlone Mortal Orchestra's particular use of sort of, like, funk and disco uh, aspects in this album is cringy, and it reminds me of Disco Stew, <laughs> which is, yeah, it's not what I usually go for, so I did not like it personally. So, yeah, not for everyone. But not for everyone also implies that it is for someone. So, I guess there's that. Will you ever listen to this album again? Yeah, sure. I'll probably like gym to this album for some reason. It seems like the albums that I don't really like become gym albums. I'm not sure why. Maybe because, like, all that irritation kind of, like, creates an energy for you? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll, there are a few tracks on here that I think are decent that I'd listen to again, but beginning to end, probably no, unlikely. <laughs> mm, there are elements in tracks, like little bits here and there, like little guitar riffs and little bits here and there that I did quite like, but like I, I can't really say that there's, a, there's an entire song that I like enough to put on a mixtape. Which brings us to the next corner of this octagonal podcast, which is what would be your... Mixtape track. Cronus mm, eats his daughters. Fun. For the Titan references. Also, I thought it was a pretty fucking good song. I really enjoyed that song, actually. 
good for you. Hmm. I like. I would say that my mixtape track is. Amer American Guilt was also very good. I think. Hmm. I would say <clears throat> that my mixtape track is the yes, one titled "Not in Love, We're Just High." Like just for the mild humor value. Except I really dislike that track, so. IDK. Oh, that's the one I hated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I also don't like it. So that, I hated I th that song. Like the 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 title is like lol, but it would be cool if that track was one that I liked. But I also hate the song called "A God Called Hubris," which I found humorous. So that's like a weird hubris and hating that song. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like that's a very very hackneyed societal statement to be making. So you know, it's like oh, you probably thought that was very clever, didn't you? It's the type of song that someone who's not too bright gets tattooed on themselves. Ah, uh, yeah. It's one of those lines. Yeah, absolutely. So what's what's your, your like, I mean, a lot of these tracks are skip tracks because neither of us particularly like this album, but mm. what would be your skip track of note? Even the first time you I could, listened... If you had to listen to this album, you could only skip one track. Well, every time I've listened to this album, I haven't been able to listen to the end of the first song and it's only like... 40 seconds long. Oh god, called hubris, you mean? Oh yeah, I've literally skipped it every time. It gets 10 seconds and then it makes this annoying fucking mechanical electric rattling noise and I just fucking skip it every time. Okay. Um, I don't like honeybee purely because it's spelled H-U-N-N-Y-B-E-E -E and I... Honey! I really like... Maybe there is a cultural reference here that I'm not understanding, you know, I will... I will never write off the possibility that I'm just being clueless. But uh, if there isn't, then I just have a particular dislike for like random and very pointless misspellings of things. Um, I don't understand it. I don't understand like what the point of doing that is. I mean, I just feel like there are more productive ways in which to be an anarchist if you really want to be an anarchist. Um, yeah, so uh, Trav, what are we oh wait i shouldn't be asking you what we're reviewing next i should be uh looking at the list in my bullet journal um what we are reviewing next i believe is an album an album called grid of points by grouper mm -hmm. which i have not heard of i've played grouper for you before yeah but like you... grouper's that band with a very dream like very dreamy ethereal music cool so i'm more likely to actually like this mm, mm. great L listen to uh they've got a double disc alien observer and i forget the other one but that's that's my favorite group of shows I, okay i'm quite keen for this actually cool um this is like the perfect pre-bedtime music if you listen to this just before you're about to fall asleep you will dream wonderful dreams I struggle to listen to music before I fall asleep because if I like the music then it makes me too excited so usually I just listen to science podcasts before I go to sleep but you know. Um, Think of like who are those those Icelandic people who make music that people try and hook up to? Sigaras? Um, yeah Sigaras. Think Sigaras but minus less vocals and the vocals that are in it are like behind eight layers of like harp and instrumentation and shit. That sounds dreamy. Is it any very dreamy. Is it anything like Beach House? It's so much more dreamy than Beach House. Oh, you don't I'm understand. So excited. It's, it's so ethereal. This it's... is like you like romantically giving me flowers in music form. Mm. I'm excited. Okay. So yeah, next next episode we'll listen to Grouper. 
um, their album Grid of Points. And, like, I might be less of a bitch about it, but I really can't promise that about anything ever. Fuck, I hope it's good. Me too. Me too. Because at the moment, my, like, playlist for cool new music of 2018 is still pretty sparse. Um, So, yeah. 